your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to uh, Thursday of Lacrosse Talk PM. A kind of a dreary Thursday, a raining Thursday. That made Jill Billings walk in here. Usually, you can. Usually, you're in Madison, but you were in town. It's so. nice out now. Yeah, I, I actually took my dog out in the rain for a, a walk in the rain. Does your dog care? What are you? Will you have a gold? Do you have a golden? I have a golden doodle. You have a golden doodle. Do they yeah. care about the rain? She loves it. She yeah. loves any time she can be out in a walk. She loves a marsh. We were down at Riverside Park. And yeah. it started raining, but it's it's good now. It's not raining anymore. Yeah, my dog does does not care. You might want to pull that mic just a little bit okay. closer, I think. How's I, that? I'll just crank it, but that's... <laughs> uh, yeah, my dog's like, if we're going for a walk. I'm like, it's kind of pouring out. And I'm like, yeah, we're good. You, you just get to tell... Just tell me off after I'm done. Mm-hmm. I, that feels good, too. Um, all right, so I have a whole bunch of stuff on the on on these this list. Let's see how... It's like... I bet it's like 800 words. <laughs> And uh, it go, it, and, and Jill Billings is the, I should say, the state assembly rep for District 95. So she's the lacrosse town of Campbell and some of Shelby. Yep. Do I have that down? That's right. Man, we do, I don't have PIFAs on the list. Is that something I should have thrown on the list? Town of Campbell. Uh, I feel like uh, I'm going to have Dan Kapanke on in a couple, not next week, but the week after. And I think PIFAs and Brewers are on that list, along with Logger Softball. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so is PIFA's priority right now? legislation in front of us that um, uh, is not perfect, and it's had some amendments. I don't think that it's quite soup yet. Okay. Um, Lee Donahue, who's on the Town of Campbell board, I always always, uh, listen to her advice on this because she knows it inside out. Isn't that funny? Like she's Lee is now the PIFA's expert, right? Like probably like five years ago or, well, maybe. Probably didn't even know what PFAS were, or and then all of a sudden, okay, I got to get up to speed because my town doesn't have fresh drinking water. We've been on bottled water for two and a half years, or whatever it is. Yeah, she's testified in the Capitol and done a really good job. Um, good did we did we in the state today have like debate on the redistricting plan? Is that like a hearing on that today? A public uh, hearing? It's or? in the hands of the Senate. I think that's another one that's in the hands of the Senate. Okay. So um, this the assembly voted on it. In a really odd way where we were. Oh, that's right. 48 hours. You were here last month. Yeah. It, it was like 48 hours later. I think you came yeah. on that day. Yeah. It was It was like nothing that I've um, experienced before in the assembly. Um, no public hearing. It's a pretty big deal, and there was no public hearing on it. Right. Um, and it was uh, supposed to be the Iowa model, but it's not. It's, not. it's the I mean, Iowa-ish model. That's ulti- what I call yeah. it. Ultimately, the... Um, the reason why I couldn't vote for it is ultimately the power lies with the majority with Robin Voss. Yeah, the um, the new plan is actually worse than the plan that we have now in terms of like harnessing power to one party, right, or to whatever party wins that certain election, right? right? When, when it became clear that the Supreme Court would be able to weigh in and the deck wasn't stacked there anymore, then Robin Voss tried to go back to the legislature and stack the deck and create legislation that was supposedly going to be fair and nonpartisan. But um, all the nonpartisan groups that want fair maps have said, this is not nonpartisan. It gives the power back to Robin Voss. Um, When you you say there were no public hearings, and I'm just switching topics here, the Brewers Stadium funding, were there public hearings on that? I know there was a committee hearing that I think we could hear. I don't know if that's technically a public hearing. What is a public hearing versus like when you're – doing something in committee that we can watch? Oh, that's a great question. So um, when a bill is introduced, uh, in general, there's a public hearing in the Senate where the senators ask questions and then they they can execute or vote on it later. 
And then there's also a hearing in the assembly where the assembly can hear testimony and then they vote on it later. Okay, so they bring people in. You'll bring like the the brewer's owner would come in and and push for giving me $545 million, essentially, right? Something like that. Okay, Uh, so So that's public hearing because... And, and then can anyone from the public come in or you bring yes. or you pick and bring in experts? Yes. Anyone from the public can come in. Okay. Sometimes if the, if the, there's a lot of people that want to testify in a bill, uh, they'll limit it to two or three minutes or two, five three minutes. minutes. Right. Well, I mean, we did with, this with the budget and yeah. John Havlicek, the central high school Spanish teacher, he went to, I can't remember if it was the, like the Dells one, the, but yeah. on the budget waited for eight hours yeah. to talk for two minutes. Yeah. And you know, nobody's listening to him, but like, it's just, it's something he does every yeah. time there's a budget here. Okay, so that's... But the, so the Brewers did have a public... The, that uh, bill did get a public hearing, um, and they did the hearing with the Senate and Assembly together, and they did it at State Fair Park in Milwaukee, because mm-hmm. I think the assumption was this affects Milwaukee a lot. So they wanted to do the So the bill, the bill was unveiled a month-ish ago, I think a little over a month ago, and then... What was that public hearing like two weeks ago? Well, we've been talking about the Brewers deal actually since the budget. So the governor had his proposal. The Republicans struck it. They didn't like it. They created their proposal. Um, More recently, we've had amendments to that proposal. So we found, um, I I should say, the governor's office found some funding. Um, It's administration of uh, sales tax. So mm-hmm. the Department of Revenue gets a certain percentage of the sales tax that they get to ad- um, administer the funding, yeah. right? Um, and so they gave a percentage, it's 1.75%, they gave a percentage of that back to the counties who, um, so and they'll have got to some turn back. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so that helps uh, Milwaukee County and actually the city of Milwaukee make their payments toward this because they pay more than than other folks do because they benefit more because the brewers are over on that side of the state. So I argue, yeah, that's fair. And the governor found the Department of Revenue, somebody found that funding um, that they said, we don't need all of this. We can give some of this back. We keep finding funding. Didn't we find like federal funding for child care? Like yes. $170 million, not a yes. small amount of funding. Okay. And I, I want, we can get to it in a minute, but the, okay, the brewers public hearing were you, you were there? No. No, you weren't there. I'm not Who's, on the committee. Okay, there's the a committee. Affairs committee, so yeah, I, w- this would I was be on like, that committee. This would be like in the city JNA, uh, Judiciary and Administration Committee. There, There's like some that. other committee. Okay, so exactly. it's like, okay, and then and then it'll go for a vote later. The right. committee passes it, and then, and you guys passed right. it a couple of days ago? Uh, or, yep, on yeah. Tuesday. And did you vote for it? I did vote for okay. it. I, um, I did not vote for the Bucks when... Uh, that was in front of me. Uh, the original deal I was not that excited about. Um, but when there was a little sweetener in the pot for the counties that they would get some funding out of this, um, and I learned that it's just, you know, you've heard the phrase, it's cheaper to keep them. When I learned more about um, the fact that when players play here, whether it's Brewers or another team. They're taxed, yeah. Yeah, they're taxed, and that goes into our pot. We actually make money off the brewers. And so uh, as I went through my deliberations, my questions were always, are my people going to be held harmless, or are they going to have to pay more taxes toward the brewers? Mm-hmm. And I was reassured several times from, by several different people that it's a net gain 
for everyone in the city. Did you float my idea of just giving them the stadium? Just give it to them. You guys fix it. We'll give you $100 million, but you I mean, that's, flip, the, flip the script. That is the other thing, that that we would have been left with an empty stadium right. and, and millions and millions of dollars to demo that and redevelop. And um, It's, so it's a bad look politically when it's, A, the brewers leave town, but yeah. that's not going to happen. until The lease isn't up until – anyway, we could, we could keep, keep talking about it. i got to take a break. We'll, we'll be back with State Rep Jill Billings in a minute. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. State Rep Jill Billings, Assembly Rep Jill Billings. She represents District 95 here in Lacrosse, some of Shelby and all of the town of Campbell. Uh, she's in studio here hanging out, and uh, we talked about Brewers, and I, I feel like it's one of those where I could, we could talk about, we could do the whole hour on the Brewers, but I, there's so many other things um, on this list, but I don't know what like what is what is out of our hands and what is important that we should talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have some things that you know. Uh, it, are, it's, okay, so of your list, is it state building? Is it Steve's law? Is it um, task force on human trafficking? Yeah. We're doing. We kind of hit on redistricting yeah. a little bit, but that's going on today in the in the in the uh, in the legislature. Right. Um- I just want to finish up the Brewers quick by saying where we're at now. So yeah. it's in the hands of the Senate. Probably some amendments will come, possibly a ticket tax, possibly an audit of the Brewers, um, possibly redevelopment um, of the area where the Brewers are. Um, then, if Are the, the Brewers, at, at, do they not want to allow the parking lot to be developed into a business district? And why? They said it's kind of beyond their purview, but they, they're going to look at Look into it uh, with the amendment from the Senate or are they, the Assembly. Are they not watching There's Bucks games? Looking, yeah, no, <laughs> like, I know. The whole outside of the stadium is we're going to put one TV out there and everyone's going to hang out and it's a big party. Yeah, wasn't it COVID Central earlier uh, during the what during COVID was? Didn't it become COVID Central? Yeah, for oh for, for sure. Yeah, we because we all did that out during the midst yeah. of the COVID. So there'll be some amendments that'll come back to us for concurrence. We have to agree to their version yeah. or change it and send it back to them. Then it'll go to the governor's desk. And the governor has officially said he will he will sign what comes across his desk. So he is very motivated to keep the brewers here. Yeah, I think uh, you don't want to be the governor in charge of the brewers leaving. Although the lease isn't up until 2035, I think. 2035. So, yeah. um Sorry, I don't think it, it will we'll be in a sad state if Governor Evers is still the governor in 20. <laughs> but they could leave town anytime they want, I think, too, because they could just pay for the lease. The lease, we talked about this yesterday, the lease that they pay is they don't pay that much for the lease. Maybe we should charge them more for the lease. Maybe. I mean, everyone else's rent is going up. Maybe you show throw that in and send it back to the Senate when they when they <laughs> give you um, the, the one thing to allow the stadium. This is from Senator Chris Larson, allow the stadium district to capture revenue from non-baseball events. So. Because we want to upgrade the stadium so we can use it to have Taylor Swift concerts in the in the winter. Because right. apparently we can't do that. I don't know why we didn't think of that when we built the stadium 20 years ago. Um, but if we have Taylor Swift concerts in the winter, the brewers get those profits. And adding a ticket tax to that means we're just double taxing people that go. So why can't we split the profits for things that aren't baseball related? Sure. I, I kind of like that idea. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see if that goes forward. All right. So every year this happens or is it every year, two years? Steve's Law. This is like a hunting bill that you propose. Mm-hmm. 
that apparently never gets passed because we talk about it every time. So am I wrong in that? Do we have a Steve's Law passed, this Bill? Is a, this is the second time I've introduced it. Oh, it's, it's only the second yeah, time? Yep. We When's the last time you introduced it? Oh, last Was, session. Oh, last session. Yeah. Okay. And we ran out of time, didn't get a hearing in the assembly. Um, so we introduced it earlier this year. Okay, so nobody knows what. Can you explain what yeah. the bill is? And The DNR has a system called Go Wild where people can go on, easily get a license using their driver's license. Right? A hunting license. You just said a license. Yeah. It'd be weird a to get a driver's license. license with your driver's license. Yeah, a hunting license. You get yep. a hunting license with your driver's license. This was a request by someone that I introduced this bill, so I did. It says that if you don't have a driver's license but you have a state ID, you can use that same system you don't have to jump through so many hoops to get your license. Mm-hmm. You can get it quicker and easier. So it just basically says that, you know, everybody should have access to sporting in Wisconsin. So that includes people who don't have a driver's license. So since I've introduced this bill, people who are retired have come up to me and thanked me for doing this because maybe they've lost their license for some reason, maybe related to site, maybe related to something else. Okay. It's called Steve's Law because Steve Johnson, who is someone locally who worked at the Aging and Disability Resource Center in the county, he was a great person in this community. He was well known. He and his seeing eye dog, Bennett, who he had most of when I knew him, at least. When I talked to the DNR about this bill, they said, oh, Steve Johnson advocated on this. And I said, Steve Johnson from La Crosse? And they said, yes. So I said, well, let's name it for him mm-hmm. now that he's passed away. Okay, two things when you're talking about this. It, it's to get a hunting license. Right. You're talking about somebody with a seeing eye dog hunting. So I don't know how that works. And then also, if I can't get a driver's license because the state says you can't drive, but I can get a hunting license. Right. Okay. So those things are like not computing. So where, what am I missing here? Because I don't know if I want somebody who can't drive certain people. Right. So, and I don't know what the requirements are. Cause I don't hunt. Do I have to pass certain tests to get a hunting license? There are Do I have or- to be able to see? Well, there are organizations. In fact, locally, there's one called NASA, the North American Squirrel Association, mm-hmm. and they help hunters who need assistance for whatever reason sure. while they're hunting. Could be a vision issue, could be a different physical disability. And so there are people who have disabilities who still hunt and with oh, I get that. aid from somebody else. But that's so, they're, they're going to get that help then. They're going to NASA and asking for that help. But if right. I'm at one point, I'll just give you my grandma, my, my grandpa and my mom's story. Grandpa's driving, mom's in the passenger seat. They're going down the road. Mom looks at grandpa and says, hey, where are your glasses for driving? And he goes, oh, they're right here. He puts them on. He goes, oh, wow, I can see the cars in the other lane now because he put his driving glasses on. And then my mom immediately told him to pull over and she's driving now. But are there requirements when you get a hunting license to be able to, because then my grandpa's like, I'm going to go hunting now. And he's out in the woods and he can't see what he's shooting. So I, okay. So that's where I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I would assume that there are a list of questions that you know, do you have a disability or yeah. maybe there's something on an ID that would say um, what the issue is. But um, I know that there are groups that go out and help. Um, I mean, we don't have a ton of regulations to have a driver's license either. It might just be like that person goes to the doctor and then the doctor says, OK, uh, you can't be driving anymore. But if that person never goes to the doctor, so there's some regulations there. Yeah. Maybe you need to make some driver's license regulations, too. But I get that. Okay. So Steve's oh, Steve yeah, just passed the Senate. Oh, it did. On 
Thursday. Yep, we got a vote. We did the hearing, got exact. People said this is a no-brainer. We should be doing this. Is it one of those where uh, there's a Democrat on it? Like, is it your yeah, bill? I with found the- John Jagler in the Senate, who is a Republican, okay. to be my champion. I usually try to find, I always have bipartisan bills. Yeah. And that's the way you get a bill through. So John Jagler is the senator that is first on that bill, helped me get it through the Senate. There's Nancy Vandermeer, who actually is from Western Wisconsin, chairs the committee that's given it a hearing for Tuesday next week. Okay. So we'll have a hearing Tuesday. She thinks it's a great bill. Hopefully we'll be able to get it through and then get on the floor. Hopefully by, I mean, it would be quick to get it through by January, but it'd be nice if we could get it done. And if you don't, then you got to start the whole thing over again, the process? Next time around. If people ask me to, I do it. I do. (laughs) Because things change. You know, you educate people every time you bring a bill forth. Sometimes there's somebody who has a interesting reason, sometimes a political reason, where they don't want a bill to go through. And so, so it's so, different personalities appear every two years. So, so when you all sign that that bill, Vandermeer and Jagler, do they put a big R by their name? And then when you sign it, you just little little D. <laughs> like so, so that, <laughs> well, first of all, the governor signs the bill. So he's the one. Well, when you sign the, the legislation oh, to, oh, to, yeah. to bring it up through the assembly or for um, the, through the Senate, well, you said you have to get John, it. You want it to be bipartisan. Yeah. So John signs it really big with an R by his name, and then you just sign it real small underneath. I sign it big, too, because I've got friends on both sides of the aisle. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> You want credit, but you don't want to be like, well, a Democratic bill, we can't have this. No, there are some bills that I've, I've absolutely, there are bills that I've written that I've just handed over to Republicans yeah. and said, will you be first on this in the assembly? Because I think it will, it's really important and I think it will flow more easily. Um, I'm working on a bill right now on um, uh, xylazine, the trank drug that I think someone, a medical examiner just said someone overdosed from that recently in La Crosse. It's in La Crosse now. Drug dealers are lacing that with fentanyl in drugs, and Narcan doesn't work on that drug. It's, oh, a, it's a powerful drug that originally was used by veterinarians for anesthesia for large um, animals yeah. and muscle relaxants for large animals. Um, it's now drug dealers are, are lacing drugs with it, and uh, Narcan doesn't work on it. So my bill would say it would legalize testing strips for Trank. Okay. And I've got I've already got my Republicans lined up. We'll probably probably put it out next week. We, I've been talking with them for a couple months, doing my homework behind the scenes. Um, Dr. Eberling talked to me about this bill uh, a f- several weeks ago, and I don't, I don't like to just put out bills. I like to do my homework, make sure I get people on board, and then put them out, and they flow m- much more easily. Um. You're not, you used to be on a fentanyl something, like a committee, right? Are, um, you're not still on uh, that? Substance Abuse and Prevention Committee. Yeah. Yeah, I was on the uh, HOPE Task Force. That was under Governor Walker with John that- Nigren. And now, and, and then I was a ranking member on Substance Abuse and Prevention. They combined that um, committee with mental health. So um, I got off so another legislator could be the ranking on that because I'm ranking on children and family okay. and tourism and you got to share the you got to share the work. You might want to you might want to just make a phone call to the Lacrosse County. Uh, I can't think of the the person that would medical keep exam. track. Yeah, is it medical that keeps track yeah. of fentanyl deaths? Yeah. Because I think the fentanyl deaths are like through the roof right now. Yeah. So we last time around, I had a bill that got signed into law that increased the penalty for dealing fentanyl. Um, it brought it up to a parity with heroin. Um, does a drug dealer also legalize fentanyl testing strips? Does a dealer that's because I understand there's probably hierarchies from what I watch on TV, mm-hmm. hierarchies of dealers. Mm-hmm. 
like would one dealer know that there's because it sounds like they sneak fentanyl into this stuff, yep. right? Lace it yep. so you don't even know. Yep. So a dealer could be like dealing drugs and then being like and then they get busted and you oh you have fentanyl and this person died and be like I didn't I didn't even know this person above me get so I you know like I I guess when you catch that person then you would probably use them to go up up higher but now now I need a police officer to talk to me about that right. or investigator. And so I would say sometimes um People don't know where they're ingesting. Sometimes they do. There's code like this is this is the good stuff. Oh, things sure. like that. That and law enforcement knows more about that than I. Oh, do. for sure. I they just... they actually requested the bill that um, my uh, fentanyl bill that um, I passed last time. Mm-hmm. They were there at the bill signing. They two detectives. I was happy they brought it to my attention. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk of text line. We're gonna take another break. We're gonna hang out for the rest of the hour with State Rep. Jill Billings. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. State Rep Jill Bellings is in studio here. And yeah, you're going to pull that closer to you now. So I, I, we, we went half the show. I, I mean, I could pot the mic way up and then maybe, but it uh, depends on how people are watching too. So, uh, but thanks for the, for, thanks for the text. Um, all right. So there's 800 things on this list to talk about that the, 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 the state is doing or the legislature is doing or not doing or is going to do and vote in. Already knows that Evers is going to ban it, but um, where are we with a state cheese? Are we doing that this session? <laughs> we have a we we are doing the state cocktail. We can only do so many things at once. Oh, okay. So we're doing the state cocktail because we were going to do a state rifle too, right? That yeah. was a thing last year, or not even that long ago. We were going to have a state uh, gun. That, I think that was introduced. Yeah, and the state cheese was going to be Colby, right? From the senator who was from Colby, Wisconsin, but. That was fighting words for people all over the state whose areas specialize in different. Well, yeah, like Westby's like, right here, they have their own cheese, yeah, right? Wyawega has Doro a cheese. Blue cheese is a famous cheese, and so yeah, it's a that that's an issue. We so, can't play favorites with cheese. Nope, Can we play favorites nope, with a cocktail? With also, we're calling it a cocktail. Are we still doing Evidently. that? I feel like that's like what my grandparents called. It. <laughs> Let's go have a cocktail at you know Schmidt's or something. Evidently, we can. And I was surprised. I was having lunch with the Republican who introduced this, and uh, he said, "Are you going to vote for the state cocktail? I introduced the legislation today. Are you going to sign on to it?" And there's a legislator who had, who was, had a famous uh, supper club up north, Swearingen. I said, does Swearingen, does Swearingen know you're doing this? Because that's going to be fighting words if you decide you're going to do the state cocktail. Okay, so, so what, is the, what is the cocktail? What is it? What is the drink? Yes. I'm going to call it a drink because yes. I feel weird calling it a cocktail. I want you to guess. What do you think it is? It, uh, the mm, old-fashioned. Brandy old-fashioned. Okay, it's a brandy old-fashioned. Yeah. Now, it it, it, I've, I've, I've listened to debates about this. Is brandy... In a brandy old fashioned, a Wisconsin thing, right? That's because yes. somewhere, everywhere else or other places, it's not. I'm the, I don't. It's yeah, not brandy, if you, right? If you go to Florida, the, uh, brandy old fashioned is nothing that they are that they're familiar with. But is it an old fashioned with something not brandy? Do you know this? Because like, I think other places do it, but not brandy. Yes, a whiskey or southern. Yeah, maybe it's a bourbon. whiskey old fashioned. I was something. in Louisiana. They tried to give me a bourbon old fashioned. Okay. Yeah. So this is like a Not very Louisiana, sorry, Louisville. Louisville. All right. So so what's what's the dilemma with sh- whatever you said the up north supper club? Swearingen had a supper club, the El, the Al Gen that was a, a famous fish fry old yeah. supper club. And uh we were sure that he would want to do the state cocktail, but um evidently Plummer oh, got the, on the it. Le- the legislator in that district. Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Because no. I 
Because are we debating what the cocktail would be there? I said it now. I think people, I haven't heard any controversy over this. People kind of chuckle about it. There's some people who are annoyed when legislators uh, come up with these um, state cocktails, state cheese. I actually introduced, uh, about 60 years ago, I introduced the legislation for the state amphibian because some kids out in Summit um, have frog, frog pond is there. Yeah. I heard the DNR talking about uh, it would be great to have a state amphibian as a spring peeper because they're found in most of our counties and they're kind of a cool frog. So I had the kids look into it. I asked them if they wanted to do that with me and experience um, how a bill is made into yeah. a law. They came and during their school trip and testified in front of the committee and they were awesome. Did they bring it's the frog? No, but like we had the sound. Jars. We had the sound for them. Oh, in yeah. fact, the legislator wouldn't give me a hearing on the bill. So when after hours, if I was at the Inn on the Park where a lot of legislators go for drinks, for he would walk in and I would start playing the spring peeper on my phone just to bug him about <laughs> giving me a hearing. And he finally did. Those are like the light, silly things that, you know, you can't not, – not everything can be um, – you know, like child care for working families. Well, I'm working hard on that, but it's, it's well. This kind is of, I wanted to draw nice parallels. To a, a learning you need experience a with the kids too. Well, that makes sense when you, when it's for a thing. It'd be yeah. weird to do this with the steak cocktail. You bring the kids from Summit in. Yeah, you're not for a steak cocktail. <laughs> you're not going to do that. <laughs> but you know, and like, I don't know if they'll get a hearing on the bill. Sometimes the the committee chairs say no. We're not going to waste our time with it. Well, this is the thing though. Like, okay, so we're we're debating whether or not to give the Brewers 545 million dollars. We have uh, bills going after transgender people, kids, transgender kids. Yes. We have a secret panel of former Supreme Court justices in the ear of Robin Voss telling him not to impeach the new justice. And then him saying, Meh, like, whatever, I'm going to do it anyway because I don't want to lose power. We've got or I got to feed my base. We've got ch- child care funding debates. Like, yeah. how are we going to fund or or are we going to fund child care? Uh the the we have a is our budget surplus seven billion dollars again or is it four billion? I I think something came out recently it, that said that it, maybe that we're grow back again? at seven, we're, but we haven't appropriated all of it. So yeah. there are things that are yeah. We haven't appropriated hardly any of it, right? Like we've been sitting on this for yeah. In a, it'll About be almost two years that we've learned that at, if almost two years ago it was a three billion dollar budget surplus, and then it bloomed to seven, then it was down to four. And now it sounds like it's at seven. Maybe we all should get in the billion dollar budget surplus retirement plan. So if we all, I don't know, it, it sounds like it's a booming investment. Where are we investing this money? And can we all get in on it? Because <laughs> I want, I don't know. So, and then um, what else do we, uh, the, the, the governor, you, the governor, um, I believe he was in lacrosse today, this morning. I had uh, to be in the Capitol, so I wasn't able to be with him, but. Um, I believe he was at a daycare talking about uh, putting forward funding, um, more ARPA funding for childcare, so yeah. that we could our centers could keep the lights on, and parents could have slots so that oh. they could go to work. And then we want to defund the University of Wisconsin system over DEI, and then we also want to change it to Universities of Wisconsin, which is going to cost millions of dollars. I like the name, but like, does it at, at this point in time, do we need to do that? We have, we're closing some UW schools, I think smaller schools, right? Two-year school, yes, and, two years. And then uh, we still haven't built the Science Center in, at UWL. So when all of that stuff is happening, and then somebody goes, hey, 
let's let's meeting in a let's waste i don't know let's spend some time debating whether the brandy old fashioned how much time are you actually spending on maybe something like the cheese state cheese the state rifle i mean how much time are you actually spending on that stuff uh, this conversation with you is the most time I've spent on okay, but, a state cocktail. <laughs> what about cheese? So, so a year ago we were no. doing state cheese. Are we spending any time in a committee? No. Or in the in the full legislature? Zero time is spent. Yeah, I, these it's just are, proposed, and you read it, and it's funny. Yeah, and then it goes away. Yeah, we have a state tartan. We have a state pastry. We have a state beverage, which is milk. We have, I, I mean, the state flower, the state bird, the state tree. There's a maybe two dozen things that are um, listed and often by legislators who just have a certain love for something. Mm -hmm. And so they work to get it named. Sometimes it's, I know someone was served on joint finance committee and, and he got to name um, the Kringle, um, the state pastry or something. Um, So it's, it's kind of silly stuff. I mean, that was one thing he got. But when, time when's the last time you were, because you've been around for 11, going years. on 12 years yeah. or 12? Okay. Yeah. When's the last time we did something in the legislature where we did pass a, a bill to make a thing the state thing? I think it was probably the Kringle. Okay. I think that, that was wasn't that long time. ago, That was, was like it? eight years ago. Oh, it was. Okay. Years ago. Yeah. And it's all kind of, it's all kind of silly, but. Um, well, how much time did that take? Can you can you can you put it into they put like it in the hours, budget. minutes? They put it in the budget. Oh, it so added. that took like they and probably then, spent. And then the governor at the time on. didn't veto pen. No. <laughs> no, we're getting rid of the Kringle. <laughs> no, he wanted his votes from Racine, Wisconsin, and Southeast Wisconsin, where the Kringle the, is famous. <laughs> I don't even know what a Kringle is. I know what Chris Kringle is like Santa or something. I'll but bring Kringle next time. I bring I some Kringle in here. I'd yeah. rather he bring a brandy old fashioned, to be honest. Um, yeah, because yeah, all of this stuff is happening and it seems like uh, important and saying like, uh, we should be spending a lot of time on this and then uh, like, Oh, let's, let's debate the brandy old fashion, which is fun. And maybe it loosens you up a little bit literally and figuratively, <laughs> but I don't know, like I just at this point or just spend zero minutes on it and just make it the, make it the state drink, whatever. Like, yeah, uh, all of that stuff is, is kind of funny and, 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 um, this reminds it's me not, n- not a lot of time is spent on on that kind of thing. This reminds me of a conversation we had a year ago. I had to ask you about this because Doyle brought it up and we I don't even know what happened to this legislation. We allowed that was about allowing dogs to go into stores. Do you remember this? Did you do you remember yeah. debating this? And I don't know if we did we pass that bill where I could take my dog to Menards. And it wouldn't be because it's Senate, illegal to bring dogs into a store, apparently, or yeah, something. I don't know that the Senate took it up. Okay, because I, I don't know. Because the thing was, is one. somebody am, amended it to add cats, and that was like, okay, we're good. And no, this lady is now wants cats to be in the bill. Yeah, because we got it, which is funny, but also probably takes you know waste some time. And well, what happens is a legislator gets an idea from. I mean, they have a constituent who says, right. "I want this." Um, I, you know, I want the, you to name the state cocktail, the brandy old fashioned, or I want to be able to do, bring my dog into right. Menards. So then you have to decide as a legislature, what do you, legislator, what do you bring forth and, um, what has a chance of passing? It's not There's like- a bill that just came out that I thought was kind of great reactionary. Evidently there's a nude bike ride in Madison sometimes. Oh, yes. And someone brought a 10 year old on the ride, which was stupid, but we don't do that in lacrosse. So do I, and most of the state and that happens. I don't know how often in 
Madison, I said that I think the parents of that child had bad judgment and someone should talk to those parents. But do we need to create a law that says you can't show certain body parts in front of children? And we have a law that says some of that anyway. And then you get into a legislator saying, well, what if Beyonce does a concert in Wisconsin and she has a costume that shows part of her backside. A wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, then do parents who bring their kids to a Beyonce concert, do they get in trouble? Do they get arrested? (laughs) They're all fined. What if, yeah, I mean, it it becomes, sometimes there's legislation that appears and you think, do we, is this, does this rise to importance that, that we have to address it? And what are the unintended consequences? Um, meanwhile, there are, there are other things that are pretty important, like making sure that our uh, UW system is strong and creating the um, future workforce that we need in Wisconsin. Are we changing Let's the UW system name? Yeah, UW universities. Evidently, that's you're going to get fined for calling it UW system from here on out. Yeah, I think the I think the the reasoning behind that was people look at UW the university system and they think Madison, they wanted to maybe give a nod more toward our, I like the name better, but apparently it's going to cost millions of dollars to do. Maybe it is the right time. We have $7 billion of budget surplus. Um, All right. We're going to take one more break. We'll be back. All right. Welcome back to lacrosse talk PM 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. State rep Jill Billings in studio here. Um, I, I prefer the word, oh geez. Okay. Somebody's renaming the state cocktails name. We can't do cocktail. I feel like that's a, we can't use the word cocktail in legislation. That's too much. I'm going to get pushed back from that. Um, when, if, if that ever came up, would would somebody be like, no, it needs to be Miller light as the state can beer be the cocktail. Yeah. Someone, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, cause that would be like, cause yeah. Miller is. Wisconsin, right? Yeah. Isn't Miller Lite Wisconsin? There could be someone in the, on the floor who wants their day in the sun, and they stand up and make a speech on why it should be Miller. I think somebody should, Bigger and then Bud somebody Light. should make it Bud Light, because Bud Light's apparently, because <laughs> of the whole <laughs> I'm not going to get rainbow, because of the whole rainbow <laughs> thing. Um, are we, okay, a couple <laughs> months ago, maybe it was, we were going to build or not build. We we still haven't built the Prairie Springs Science Center at UW Lacrosse. Yes. Is that even worth, is that even on the radar anymore? Yes, it is. That it was is. our number one priority from UW Lacrosse. Uh, that was, was the number two the priority from priority. the system, right? Yep, after Madison's Engineering Building, Did that which had built? a lot of private donors, um, also as part of that building and both were set aside by the joint oh, really? finance committee, which is pretty ridiculous when you think that those are the schools that are most sought out They're the schools that are doing well. And well, so I was reading numbers like the number of whatever the science at Madison, whatever the number is that they can bring in with their science department now. And then if you expanded yes. it, it was, ex- it was like, t- could, like 10,000 more students double. or something crazy. Double. Yeah. Right. And I don't know if UWL has similar, but at some point, does the plan that was five years old and when you talk about like science and technology, does at some point that plan just become a little bit obsolete and you need to rewrite the blueprint? You need to come up with a new plan because this science lab isn't even a thing anymore. We've outscienced that. 
I don't know. Like somebody, you might want to ask some science people if the whatever the 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 Prairie Springs Phase Two, if it's out of date yet, because it's going to be like six years old. Yeah, it's not. It's not out of date yet. Okay. Um, but we'll see. Well, we're we keep talking about it. We keep talking about so it. So we push that aside, and you're on the state building commission. Yes. Are you the head of that, or what? How does that work? The governor's the head. Oh, okay. Um, so, but it's divided into two sides: the administrative side that looks at things like prisons, state parks, um, and uh, things for uh, veterans, um, and then the other side is a University of Wisconsin system, and I'm the the chair of that subcommittee. Um, there's another Democrat that's the chair of the administrative committee. So we we bring those projects forward to the okay. governor when we all meet together to vote on them. And we're meeting next week. We'll be voting on a project for the University of Wisconsin-La Crosse, which is a uh, parking ramp that will be next to the Fine Arts Center. Um, I think this is a positive thing for La Crosse because we know that people in neighborhoods – around uh, the university have struggled with um, parking and students parking in their neighborhoods and also don't like the idea of uh, houses being torn down to have sprawling parking lots. So I appreciate that UWL is putting their funding into making a structure and trying to do a better job with parking. I think they deserve a credit for that. We are also charging those students a dollar an hour to park up to four hours as if students only stay on campus for four hours, which I think is weird. But uh, if you, if you drive far enough out, then you don't have to pay the dollar an hour. Um, Okay. So that's, is that the only thing on the, Um, the second project that I'm really excited about that's on the, uh, on the agenda is the state history center, which is um, our history museum that all the kids come to see when they're doing their fourth grade trip to the Capitol. Then they mm-hmm. go across and learn about Wisconsin history um, firsthand with our incredible collection. Um, that is, uh, does no, no longer serves purpose uh, for us. So they're building a new building and the final design and enumeration will be done on Wednesday um, in the meanwhile, kids that come to the Capitol, so it'll be a couple years of demolition and building the new history center. Mm-hmm. I'll be putting information on my Facebook page on this. It's, it's really a nice project. And the kids will still have an opportunity. Um, I got to tour their um, like annex where their uh, kids can come and look at pieces of the collection. They'll, they'll rotate pieces in and out and have some kind of hands-on things for kids to do when they come for their fourth grade trip so they won't be left out. And do you still let them lay on the floor and take pictures of the rotunda? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, right. They also, but they have uh, some fun things at this uh, place for the kids. Like they've got a, a curling uh, sheet that they've actually put together with some, not real stones, but uh, something that works. So oh, that curling, kids can yeah. practice curling. Um, they had some really neat things like mammoth uh, teeth and uh, really neat birch bark baskets and uh, really cool pieces of the collection that kids could comment on why they thought it was important that it should be included in the new museum. All right, that's State Rep Jill Billings. Uh, thanks, Jill. You are welcome. All right, coming up tomorrow, UW Lacrosse Political Science Professor Dr. Anthony Chagoski. Thanks, everybody, for listening.